Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, new episode of Eastman's Elevated. Um, so this week, I have my buddy Dan Heverin back on the podcast. So I just had him on a couple episodes ago, but he came down, was going to spend a few days with me bear hunting, and ended up harvesting a really nice color phase boar. So um, I've had the this idea rolling around in my head that I, I want to mix in these episodes uh, about successful bow hunts, along with having interviews with guests and, and talking hunting. But, you know, my original idea was to go on a on a seven, eight, ten day hunt, whatever it is. And, and every night I'd record, you know, 10, 15 minutes of, of what happened during the day so I could record a hunt in real time and then do a wrap up at the end and edit it all together and have that be an episode, you know, of an elk hunt, of a deer hunt or whatever it is. And so um, I really want to run that idea. But uh, Dan was successful down here, and I thought, boy, I got to get Dan on on the podcast right away. So I think you know, telling hunting stories is great, but when it's fresh, it's so exciting, and all the details are are right there, fresh in your mind. And so um, I wanted to have him on just right away after he harvested this thing. So he harvested the bear, we packed it out the next day, and then got him right on the mic to to record this episode. And you can just hear the excitement in his voice. He is just thrilled. I, Dan Dan lives and dies for for hunting Western game with with his bow, and, and he he's he's harvested quite a few bears um but it's been a few years since he's got one and and he just practices non-stop and all he thinks about and and so to see him be successful on a nice color phase bore is, is really cool and you can just hear the buzz of excitement when he gets talking about it so this is a really fun episode i can't wait to see how it's received by you guys and, and how you guys like it and to do more of these successful hunting stories mixed in the episode so Anyways, let me know what you guys think when when you get all said and done. Uh, Today's sponsor is Zamberlin Boots. Uh, Zamberlin is just making some great boots. I just got two pairs in the mail, um, and, and I haven't taken them off since I've got them. Um, you know, they have this this mid height boot, and they have all different styles uh, of boots. So whatever you're looking for, as far as ankle support, weight, um, you know, and they all run good Vibram sole treads on them. But they just have so many different models for every different hunter out there. But the one I really like is the low cut, like the mid height. Um, lightweight uh, a boot they have and and uh, I haven't taken these things off and you guys that know me know that I like these lightweight boots or I'll even do a running shoe because they're so lightweight um, but since I got these I haven't worn anything else I'm just super psyched with them their their research and development team just has their thumb right on the pulse of the market uh, of what us guys are looking for in a boot and they make a super high quality boot that I know is going to last um, so so really excited about these Zamberlin boots um, and thank them for for sponsoring the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, over there at Eastman's, uh, we've got we've got this e-news, and I don't know if you guys know about it yet or not, but we do this e-news that sends out to, to different emails, and you can sign up to it by going to eastmans.com, and it's at the bottom. Um, I'm signed up for it, and, and you know, I think it's two, two times a month, I mean, give or take, they send out this e-newsletter. And this e-newsletter, um, Scott Reekers runs it, but he's got a whole new team of writers that he has writing articles for this e-newsletter. And so you you kind of get some different writers than you see in the magazine and some of the same writers. I know I write for the e-news and, and, and do them every once in a while. And so there's just some really good Western hunting articles that he puts in that are only in the e-news. It's the only place you can get them. They're not in the magazine. 
Um, so I know the email comes through through me, comes through for me, and, and I go on there and I'm always finding an article that I can read about. Uh, Eastman's does such a good job of knowing what us Western hunters want to read about and what interests us. And that goes out in every e-newsletter. So make sure you guys subscribe to that. It really is an asset for Western hunting. Um, It's free. All you got to do is sign up at at eastmans.com to get the newsletter. Um, With that, let's let's get this thing rolling. Um, Let Dan tell his story uh, about this berry harvested. Uh, Here we go. Eastman's Elevated. Dan Heverin's bear story. Uh, let's get this thing started. All right, I'm here with my buddy Dan. Uh, he just headed down for a few days to hunt bears down here around the Madison Valley, and um, it's just heating up right now. And so uh, you just made it down here yesterday, right? Yep, yep. Yesterday, kind of late morning or early, yeah, right around noon, I guess, kind of. Yep, and uh, gave me a shout, and my floors were still wet on the on my, <laughs> my construction job. And so I kind of had the afternoon and we kind of hung out and um, talked about a game plan for the evening. Mm-hmm. And I had to work in the evening and then I could hunt the next few days, yep. but you were going to go out in the evening by yourself. And I have to say, this is like the first evening I have missed hunting with you. Like anytime <laughs> you show up, we're always hunting. We're always going, you know, but I'm always able to sneak you out of work somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Always ditch work to go hunting. But, um, yeah, so anyways, I couldn't go. I had this deal I had to do, and so we kind of made a game plan, and we talked about it, and I told you what I'd been seeing around here, and it's it's been a really good bear season so far. I've seen, I've had 11 different sightings of bears, but they were all early down low in one of my low spots that's good, and then they kind of moved out of that low spot and started moving towards feed, and so... I started to go up in elevation and then I've struck out my last few times out and I know it's getting good. It's getting green, but I had been hunting this mountain range and I told you, you know, and it's one of our favorite spots. There's three or four big drainages in there that we like to go to. And and there's still more country to explore. I mean, the other night I went in there and walked some ridge and some meadow I'd never even been in. So, um, I'd been hunting these spots and then, um, and we just talked last night and said, well, so I'm early down here and I've been hunting this mountain range and our favorite drainages. I haven't seen anything up there. <laughs> Striking out last few nights, yeah. Yeah, I said, I, I've seen a couple tracks and I said, you know, I think where it's hot is in this spot down here. Like, if it was me and I was going all in, like, this is the spot I'd be yep. in. And I also gave you a warning that, uh, well, first I told you to go down in that spot or whatever. <laughs> we agreed to, you know, yeah. and you hunt down here as much as I do and know as much about bears as I do. We have about the same yep. days of field down here. But anyways, I, I told you with the current information and, and time out I've had that that would be the spot to go. And so you rolled down there, but I told you to go to the spot and I told you to go to this vantage point, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. We've been there before. We've been there actually a couple different times together before, you know, but it's been a couple of years for me, you know, living out of town anymore. I've been hunting like my local hell on the spots and to be honest with you, the grass is better down here than it is where I'm living right now. Oh, is it really? Oh, it is. Yeah. The grass here is freaking epic. Actually. It's super green. Um, at our elevation, we're hunting at today or last couple of days. I mean, it's actually taller than what I've seen so far. So it's actually perfect timing right now mm-hmm. oh the grass looks so good um yeah I, I still have to look and see what the exact elevation yeah, is i'm I, curious to know what it, what, what it actually yeah was. we kind of guessed at it coming out but um 
yeah, it'd be nice to know exactly what I thought that was a tick crawling on. Like, <laughs> are you reaching for it? Yeah, um, it is bear season, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, um, yeah. yeah, there's a, the ticks come out in the spring and yeah. more so on the lower elevation. And we were just talking about about 30 minutes and we went and showered. We yeah. packed out the yeah. bear today. Yep. And so uh, we went and showered and um, I thought I had a tick crawling up. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about it. Like I said, this spring, I've been out, I've been out several times uh, whenever I can in the evenings or do a full day here and there. And I've actually picked up eight so far. Okay. So, um, since I've been in or been here, yeah, for two days now, I actually we found we only one on the bear, yep. which was really surprising. Uh, I didn't find any on myself, so that's actually a really good thing. Yeah. Well, and I think the ticks are they're they're at an elevation, and it seems like the lower elevation they come out, and and I know last year they were all over. Like I almost had yeah. to stop hunting a spot because you'd find twenty of them yeah. on you in a day. But you go up in the higher elevation, and the bear I killed last year, there was no ticks on it. And so I think it's elevation-based. And then also we had some good wet snowstorms that I think knocked them down, yeah. too. So they're not bad around here at all. No, that's good. Yeah, over – I guess we're hunting out of Ennis there – or out of uh, Helena. They're extremely bad right now. I mean, I just had them all over my – all over. And I've hunted all different kinds of elevations. I hunted the, the snow line just trying to find out in the snow line. You know, you never know. Mm -hmm. They might be hunting right, right below that. I find the lower elevations. I've tried hunting, finding the creek bottoms, and I, yeah, I guess apparently I'm just hunting ticks. I'm into the ticks, big time this year. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of uh, kind of nice, a little reprieve from the from the ticks coming over here. So it was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so I can go out, and so you headed into that mountain range, and I. We, you'd been to the vantage point a couple times, yep. like you said, and it's just this master vantage point that just shows you the world right there. And it's perfect right now. There's, I've heard of a few sightings down there. There's tracks. They just seem to be out at that elevation, that mountain range. And so, um, I told you, I said, well, head up there, head up to the vantage point, which is right. Yeah. Take a right. Take a right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh. So, so Dan got up there, and um, the, oh, the one thing I told him is I said, look up for the rock wall. You'll yep. see your vantage point up there. You can see it appearing to you. So you drove up there. You saw the rock yeah, vantage saw the point. Rock, yeah, I saw the rock point outcropping. I'm like, there it is. It's like from the from the road when you're driving up there, you're like, I'm not going to walk up that freaking shale to get up to that thing. It's actually kind of a hidden vantage, really. Yep. It's a hard point to find. Um, if you just kind of keep going up, gain an elevation – um, I, so I took kind of the opposite advice that you told me, or kind of the actual advice you told me in, in, in the whole scheme of the story. Yes. Um, and ended up finding just a sweet vantage spot, you know? Yes. Uh, what I thought was the one you were telling me. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you saw one that was left, the first like rock outcropping that appeared, and that's not the one I normally go to. I'm up a little bit higher into the yeah. right, and we're we're really looking at the same feature there, but... Basically, you were just down a little bit farther in the drainage and could see a lot of the same meadows, but it also opened up some of that lower half to you. So, yeah, you yeah. found a sick vantage, which is really cool that there's a, a couple different yeah. options there now to look at. And in this spot, like there's a, a really good, healthy population of mm -hmm. bears in this spot. Um, there is pressure. This is yep. where everybody from this valley, everybody from out of state, it's where everybody bear hunts. Well, everybody there's, knows there's, to go there. There's camps set up down low. Yep. There's, there's, there's wall tents set up. There's tents cut. There's campers. I mean, there's people driving the roads, of mm -hmm. course. I mean, I mean, it's known for the freaking, that's where you go to go bear hunt. Yep. And a bunch of G bears too. Oh man. Yeah. There's a few of those around. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah guys need to plan a little bit further, a little bit smarter than what I planned for on this trip, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of an epic place. There's people crawling around. There's there's moose. There's I mean, there's just everything all mm -hmm. over the place up there. So it's it's kind of cool. You just know it's going to be high pressured, but you get a high population. It doesn't really matter if it's high pressured or not. If you're seeing bears, who cares if, if there's hunters there? If yep. There's, if there's 
I mean, you know, people driving the road, four wheelers ripping around, motorcycles freaking creating dust everywhere. It doesn't matter. You just you just go where the, where the bears are. You know, we got some really money spots down lower, down lower actually closer to what we would call home. Um, and they're just not producing it right now. Yeah, exactly. You've been, you've been hitting it day in and day yep. out, and they're just not quite producing. And they will, I guarantee you, they will. They will. Yep. Um, but you just go where the bears are. Yep. Obviously. I mean, you go to where you're where you're seeing them. Yep. I, mean, I heard some stories. Yeah, people are getting into it here. It's like, well, my places aren't working out. Your places aren't working out. Let's just let's just move it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both have that vantage point. We have, I think, is actually kind of a secret little vantage point. I don't think a For whole sure. lot of people know about it. And yep. It's just right off the road. Well, I nobody, would say it's a ways off, but it's, it's, nobody hunts it like we hunt no. it. Like they hunt that place, and like you say, it's higher pressure. And maybe there's some guys doing some hikes here and there, but a, a lot of the guys are driving the yep. road back and forth, yep. and, and they are, you know, seeing bears. And right now they're getting sightings down there, and it's just the right elevation, and and it's just full of bears and. Where bears show up, they don't den in the same spots from year to year. They'll den in different spots in different locations. And I think some falls, the weather dictates dictates where they den at. And then that's where we're seeing them yep. in the springtime, where yep. they're coming out and where they're traveling. So this could just be a good year down there. And, and like you say, our other spots and our other mountain ranges are going to heat up. And I think they're just a touch higher in elevation. Like maybe they match elevation at their lowest point and at the... The other spot's highest point, but which is weird because it's like way down river from um, like what you would think. It's just like I know it's like lower elevation, but it where we like to hunt a little bit higher. It seems like we always used to chase what I think you and I talk about a lot, chasing that that mountain flower that always followed the snow line up. You know, yep. it used to be so epic that way. Yep, but it changes every single year. Every barrier it's is different. different yeah, all the time. Exactly. And you think you have it figured out one year? I mean, we used to have we used to kind of compare numbers. I mean, I remember actually legitimately having fifty six sightings in like in a year. That was a few years ago, but I was 56 bear sightings in a year. Yes. I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. I re I remember. Yeah. And and now our seasons and we're still seeing quite a few bears, but you know, they, they definitely dropped off in places or it's just different. You got to catch the right season. And then you've got to kind of, I was, uh, I did this podcast the other night and he talked about vibing the elk, but you kind of got to vibe the bears too. You got to figure out what they're doing that time of year, what elevation they're at. And just like we were talking about, I told you I had struck out a few times in these spots that we really like. And, and I had been down there. I'd hunted that spot quite a bit. I'd hunted a couple times with you, but I probably got a dozen days down in there. And it's a good spot. But, yeah, this year there's there's bears walking around down there. So I, I told you – I told you to go right, and you went left. Yeah, <laughs> but I also told you to do the opposite yeah. of whatever I yeah. did because you gave, you gave me the advice on kind of where to go. This is definitely where I would go. But if yeah, you should take you should take a right. Get up there, park your truck, and then go off for for a good hike and get out of there. Take a right, and then it was like a couple minutes later, you know, hanging out on the deck trying to figure out a plan. Well, actually, you should probably do the opposite of what I tell you, but this is definitely what I would do. It's like, oh, oh, I see how this is playing out. <laughs> well, I like to put the ball back yeah, in your court, Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's on you, guys. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, no, I've, well, and I, like I say, I had struck out the last so, few nights, and so you kind of feel like, well, whatever I'm doing is not working. Do the opposite of what I tell you. But, yeah, so I told you to go right. You went left. Pretty much looking at the same country down in that same mountain range, but you found a, another really killer vantage down there. And then, um, so you hiked to the Vantage yep. last night, left here. I had to do that, that work I had. And then, yep. um, what time did you get to the Vantage? But I don't even remember what time I left here. It was actually pretty late. It was more like 5.30. So I got up there around 6.30, 6.45 by the time I actually got up oh, there. Yeah. It takes a while, right? To yeah. drive or to hike oh, and yeah. those mountain roads and stuff. Yeah, it takes a while. And, and I haven't been in there for a few years, so it was more like, um, 
Um, everything's kind of coming back to me and it looks good coming in there. So you don't want to just race to your spot. You're actually like, you're excited to see all this country coming in and you don't know what, where people have been hiking, where things are. And then, I mean, I mean, there's just sweet places just right off the, right off the road that you're kind of glass and you kind of get sucked into that. Like, Oh, there's a little shoot. I better glass it real quick. So you stop like 15 times on the way up to your vantage point to glass these little shoots where, which if you just go up to your vantage point, you're going to see them all anyways, but it's, it's just too hard not to just, just to look on your way up. Well, I think that's a big key, you know, and, and bow hunting is so tough and bow hunting these bears and, and I, you know, I, there's, it's an open rifle season right now, a yep. general rifle season in Montana. Anybody can get a tag and, and we choose to be out in hunter orange and be using our bow and not to put a feather in our cap or, but it, it is, it is more difficult, but we've just found this thrill in yep. chasing bears and getting up close. And like I shot a bear with a rifle when I was younger and it was like, well, I have a bear. I don't really need to hunt bears anymore. And, and that's not the right attitude. But then I started hunting them with my bow and the yeah. challenge and how tough it was. And you're, you're hunting dangerous game with your bow. Well, yeah, you're hunting a predator with your bow, and you have a sharp stick in your hand, and, and you have to get so much closer. I mean, rifle guys, you know, they get they get to sit back and, and glass one and get get close enough. Mm -hmm. Well, close enough for a rifle anymore is how. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, people can shoot these days, you know. Yeah. And so, which is which is great, which is fine, but I mean, I don't know. I think where it's at is like actually actually hunting a bear with your bow, getting in close, spotting them, stalking them. I mean, we don't get to call them, we don't get to bait them, we don't get to do any of that. Yes. So it's it's like you see them out where they're truly living, where they're truly feeding, where they. I mean, everything, and you you gotta you gotta sneak in there. Like I've always told you for years now, if you think he. Smell you? You think he got your wind? He did. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's just, it's just over with. Yeah. So you just punish yourself day in and day out. Just yeah, you're getting stocks, you're getting plays, you're seeing bears, but you just, you just. I mean, it's just so frustrating, but it's so fun to get in there and get in tight. Yeah. I mean, well, and I, I think you should start off with a rifle. Like I think to hunt them with yeah. archery gear. Like sometimes you're setting yourself up for failure. Like it is one of the toughest things out there. Like I, I just give so much respect to a spot and stock. Yeah you know, bear with your bow yep. um, in, in, on public land is it, just crazy tough because yep. they're predators. You don't see as many of them. And, and so to, so to kill one with your bow, you have to find more than the average guy, you know, yeah. and, and not that a rifle guy kills every bear he sees, but um, you know, you can see less of them and then make those in, encounters count, you know, where a bow, you really have to get a lot of stocks on that animal. Yep. And that's true for any species, whether it's, Elk or mule deer, you have to find those bucks and those bulls and those boars and give yourself chances. And so, to be successful with your bow, you have to you have to find so more so many more of them and get those opportunities. It seems yeah, like yeah, you need you need many opportunities. It, it needs to really just stack up and go right for you. Yes. and it's it's so hard to actually get it to go right for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to be out day in and day out all the time. I mean, you're all constantly out there putting yourself in a position to just find them, let yep. alone get a stock. Yep. How many times have we seen a bear and it's like by the time we see it. You know, A, it's too late. B, the wind's totally wrong, mm -hmm. and we don't have time to go freaking six miles around to get the wind right on. I mean, it's just, it's there's so much, so many things, so many variables at play. Um, I mean, down to you know, wind, terrain, where he's at, what river you have to cross to get to. Him. I mean, you never know how that goes. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just so hard. It's all got to come together, and when it does stack up right, it's just incredible. Yes. It's the best feeling in the world. I mean, you got one tag in your pocket this time of year, which I love that. Because I have one thing to focus on. I don't have mule deer and elk and antelope on my mind. I actually have just one tag in my pocket, and I'm just going for that. And it's just it's just epic. It's so cool getting on the spring. It's neon green, which is just my favorite. It smells good. There's still snow. Water's running high. 
Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, and that's you got to kind of embrace the experience and the yeah. adventure because you're gonna spend days where you don't see bears. And I kind of average about a bear a day towards the end of yeah. the season. Yeah. But like I say, I blanked the last few times out, and so I'm due. I got to start seeing yeah. some more bears. But so we. So we talk about the spot. I tell you, go right, you go left, which perfect, you know. Uh, so, so you go left and you find this outcropping with pretty much looking at that same benchy country. And so you get out there for the evening look, which has always been our best look is the mm-hmm. evening. You know, yeah. if you got a chance, you save your time for the evening. So you got out to the vantage point, right? Yeah, went went through this little opening. Took my time going through the opening. You know, I haven't been there for a while. Obviously, I did not see any tracks. Didn't seem like there's any pressure up there. So. I, Going just to get to my vantage point was actually some really good bear terrain. So I took my time getting through there, a little little trail through the through the trees there, and be a couple little um, good grass up there, some openings. Finally get to finally get to the um, the spot where I want to where I want to sit down, and it's just it was awesome, just beautiful beautiful evening. I mean, calm wind. I mean, trucks driving down below you, but it was just it was beautiful. Well, and you can see so and just, well. Well, that's there. just it. You get up there high, and it just opens up to you, and it just opens up. I mean, you just feel like. Instead of just looking on my way in, like I told you, I kept stopping. I kept looking at this little chute, which yeah, yep. it might be sixty yards wide by by three hundred yards tall. I mean, which is great. You're seeing this this little opening where you think bear is going to live, but now all of a sudden, I just got to the vantage point. I'm looking over. I mean, I mean, maybe a mile or more of just open, of just country across from me. Just more, every, way more, multiple miles and yeah, benchy little yeah. green meadows, and, and you're just, and you're above it, so you can actually you can you can see the top of the trees, and you actually see down into the trees, mm-hmm. which you don't, you're not ever going to get that um, driving approach. No, you're, you're going to see the little shoots like I told you I was seeing. Um, get up there high, you're actually seeing down into the trees, which opens it up even more. Um, so you, you get to see yeah, ten times more country, if not more. Um, little shoots, little here and there. You can look at the same elevation you're at. Plus, you get to hunt the meadows that you're sitting in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it just worked out great. Well, and those bears, like you'll see them out in those meadows, but it's wild even when you know a bear is there and you've spotted a bear. Like he's just in and out of cover. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't see him for 20 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes you can't see him for five minutes. He'll just be behind trees or in brush or in the timber and, and then he'll poke out again. And so, you know, when you're driving these and looking up at every little sliver, you're not seeing the whole picture for sure. But you're also just seeing a little piece for a little sliver of time, you know, yeah. to where when you get on the master vantage, you look over all that country, all those little slivers, and then all the benchy meadows. You can see more of it, and you can see everything they can see, but then you're sitting there monitoring it. Yeah. You're, like, waiting for them to come out and come out feeding. And, and it's just uh, um, when you can believe in, in glassing and hunting in that glassing style – you just start to see what game really lives there, you know, whether it's mule deer, elk, or bear. Yep. And so that's kind of the, the the laws we live by is we love to find the master vantage and just look at it. And mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I still hunt, and I hunt bottoms, and we talk yep. about that. But our best opportunity to kill things is to see it. Yep. Plus, that's where you get your numbers at. You actually get to see what actually lives there, whether, you know, deer, elk, moose, whatever is in that country, which is awesome. But you get to just... You know, when you're, when you're walking up a, a um, bottom of a draw or walking up, you know, a low part, like like we do, we do, we walk those drainages. I mean, you're you're getting like one sighting, which mm-hmm. is awesome. You're on a bear. I mean, it only takes one bear. We said that a million times. Mm-hmm. It takes one bear. Um, but you get to see when you're up high on vantage. I mean, we've had days where we've actually sat there. If I remember right, I mean, we've seen like five, seven, maybe even mm-hmm. ten bears from one vantage point. Absolutely. And it's just like, all right. So then you play the odds game. Or you, or you're picking. You like, I want that color phase. I want or that one. That's the one I want to go for. That's the biggest one I see. I mean, I, from even from this this distance, I really think that one's a bore. I really want to go after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you get it. You get to play the odds. You kind of get a. You get a. 
kind of be pick and choosy, you know. You, I mean, which one's closer or which yep. one's in the right place. Or, like, later in the season when these boars are moving, you can catch a bear going through the trees, and it's just like, all right, got to sit here and watch where he's going, or you're going to lose track of him. Um, it's still early right now, so I, I don't feel like they're really moving through country. They're kind of living. Where if you see one yep. up high, they're living in that little feature mm-hmm. or around that feature. The trees around those features that you get to see, those little grassy parks, they're living around that. And that's what kind of happened to me. You know, I get to get up to the vantage point, just beautiful country. I'm just getting up there, taking my backpack off, just kind of getting set up. I want to set the scope up, and I look down, and I see two bull moose, just awesome, you know. I mean, they kind of stick out walking through. So, you know, try to click off a couple pictures of those and, and just look up and kind of get into the aspens and kind of the open grass and just the really cool, epic, what I would call bear train. You know? mm-hmm. like that's where it's it at. looks so good in there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I'm just glassing. I mean, I'm glassing for just literally just a couple of minutes. And all of a sudden, there's one. There it is. He's right there. And so you pull out the spawn scope, you know, get set up on him, really have a look at him, see what he's doing. And, and uh, he was just living. He was he was moving around, but he was like, he was moving around like circling. Like he would go down and draw a little bit, and he would come back up and graze around. And moving so, in feet, right? Yeah, moving in feet. Yep. So, But he wasn't like head up moving country. He mm-hmm. was like head down just kind of being a bear. Right, just, what you want. Yeah, just mm-hmm. kind of just being there. He's like in his little home right there. And... Um, just no, no, you could not see it from any other place. Mm-hmm. The little spot, I mean, it was the only place you could see it was from the vantage point. I mean, he was just living in there. He's probably been in there for a week or more, just living in that spot. So it was actually pretty cool. So then you get into the, like, all right, what time is it? I don't, I don't really remember. It was, um, it was late. It was later. Um, I can't remember. I probably got up there at 6.37, around 7, 7.15-ish. Mm-hmm. And it gets dark at, what, 8.30? Yes. I mean, so it's, that's not a lot of time. And he's a long ways away from me. I mean, I've got 60-power scope. I'm zoomed in all the way trying to get a good look at him, see what he actually was, make sure there's no cubs around. I mean, make sure he's just solo bear. And so it's like you got to, you know, I'm here for a few days. So it's going through your mind. It's like, all right, I got one-sided. So um, what do you what do? you do? I got one. I got one-sided. All right, cool. So I know there's a bear living here. So I got all day tomorrow to, to make a play. You know, that went through my mind. It really did, you know, getting later in the evening. But I just was like, you know what? There's a great bear. It's a color phase I'm really going for. It's a really the one I really wanted, seriously. And so it's like, all right, well, load up all your shit real quick. Get back and then, you know, go all the way back down. Lose all this elevation. You just worked your ass off trying to get. Run all the way down to the bottom. Um, get across and then and then uh, try to remember. You get on the other side. Well, I, I don't know if you guys have done this, but you get on the other side and, and all of a sudden you're there. You're getting close, but everything looks different. Man, everything looks different when you get over yeah, there. And and back to what you were saying on that that bear, it's like when you find the one you want, and, and I know I've, I've said buck, bull, or bear, but it, it really is when you find what you're looking for, and, and if it's a mature boar, like if there's a chance to harvest it and a chance where you think you can get it and it's a mature boar, you got to send it. you got to go for it. Yeah. Like you're never going to kill them you know, not out there, not going yeah. for them. I mean, you could always kill one off the vantage, I guess, but – you you got to go for them and, and send it and see how close you can get. So you got over there, got on the other side. looks totally different like yeah. it always does. Right? Yeah. It, it looks small when you're looking from the other side, and it opens up to you, and you're looking with the grain of country, and you can just see everything, and it looks simple. It looks like uh, there's no way I could lose that bear. I know exactly where he's at. Well, we've done this so many times. We've always got we've always got over this. We've always been like, oh, this is different. This is different. Or you come up the wrong drainage. You think you got it right. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's – there's whatever tree or rocks that you, I mean, you're still seeing the same thing, what you think, you know, it's going to look a little bit different. How many times has this happened to us? Now I'm getting in the habit of really like, before I leave, like, Hey, all right, there's one, two, three draws. 
I got to get past the third one. I got to round the corner. Hopefully it's not too brushy or tree. I got to go up that one. If my wind's right. Mm-hmm. So you got to play that. Yes. If the wind is wrong, well, then maybe you have to go past him and then go up on the backside and come back. And you have no idea what that looks like. Or you got to come up in front of them and get up high. I mean, you just got to get the wind right. So I had like three different things, three different ideas in my mind. I was like, all right, I can just come up the bottom. It's getting later later in the evening. You know, my thermals are starting to change. I'm thinking by the time I actually get all the way over there, you know, I probably do have good thermals. I could probably come up from the bottom of them. But then if you come up straight from the bottom of them, there's no way you can see them until you get on him. And I don't like yes, that. It's not a good approach. That's and, not. And that, that lowers your odds. He's got a better crazy. angle on you coming up and, and making noise. I don't like that either. I don't like it either. I mean, so I, that I was the one it. plan. Well, and with the downhill thermal, sometimes there's it, no choice. You got to yeah. play the wind. But plus, if I, I knew the drainage I needed to be in, so if I could get to that one, it was, and it was kind of like the shortest route. I mean, it, you know, this this high mountain mountain hunt, hunting, you go up a ridge, you got to go back down one, you got to go back up one, you got to go back down one. I mean, right. you're you're going for it, and I'm and I'm you know uh, stressed for time. I'm gonna have to get there, you know, and you don't want the bear to be. I mean, he can what a bear can travel how far in an hour? <laughs> I mean, a long way. I think about a hundred miles. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> right. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to like, all right, this is where he at. He's not spooked. He's just head down grazing. He is moving around. So I kind of know where he was pointed when I left, you know, so I kind of think I know where he's headed. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, I didn't really want to take the, the, the approach. My number one approach was, was actually to come up on the, on the higher ridge, uh, next to him beside him. That was my, that was my goal. If I can get up on that one, um, not only, um, I think my wind's going to be completely correct and I'm, my noise will be covered. I'm away from him, far enough away from him on the backside of another hill that there's no way you can hear me. I mean, I'm, I'm running up this. I, I went super light. I dropped, I dropped the um, spot scope and the bipod pod off, and I just I went super light, as light as I could possibly go. And I'm racing up this hill trying to get there. So um, I'm, a, I'm far enough away from I know I don't have to worry about noise. I really don't have to worry about wind. Um, and my, my goal was to get up next to him, get to the same elevation of the last place I saw him, and then, and then just totally shut it down in glass, 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 glass. See if I can just pick him out. So this is important because yeah. your your approach here, he was out in this meadow and you saw him and he was kind of feeding into the draw. Yep. And so you figured instead of coming right below him, I'm going to come up the draw, the, the ridge next to him. Yeah, like the opposing one. Like, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so you're going to go up this opposing ridge. And so mm-hmm. you're up the one is just to the side of them or just to the south of them or, yeah. you know, whatever that direction is. And then you can glass this open park where you've seen this bear. And so you're not running right in on them, trying to kill them right there. You're trying to relocate them again. You're yeah. trying to find them again. And yeah. so you work up this draw, you find the meadow where the bear's at, mm-hmm. and all you can't find them up this big feeding feature, right? Yeah, but I, I know I'm in the correct elevation. I know I know where, where he was. I, I, I see everything that I saw finally. It started looking natural. <laughs> you knew where you were like at normal. again. Like, okay. Yes, okay. I feel like this is yeah. where Well, you, you went the long way in. You'd never made an approach on that other hillside. No, never. And, and you just don't know country until you get in there. And so you just took the direct approach. Mm-hmm. You got crossed in the, you know, crossed down through the bottom and then you just went up and then you kind of came at him, but you kind of took the long way to him. Yep. But that's a good thing because your approach led you to this ridge where you then you could glass the opening yep. where he was at. Yeah. So I got up there and I'm glassing, glassing. I'm really taking my time. I know I'm, I mean, I'm a ways away from him. I mean, I'm not, not even close to bow range away from him. I'm pro- I'm, I would call it rifle range away from him. That's how far Yes. I trying to relocate. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I got my distance. I, you know, I'm, I'm playing the wind. I'm, I'm, pl- I'm doing the wind check. I'm just kind of figuring out where I'm at. He's not where I last saw him, but I know the direction where I thought he was headed. He was 
like when I first saw him, he was quite a bit lower in this park. And so, yeah, he was wandering around, like doing circles, going down, sitting down, getting up. I mean, he was just living, just being bare. And so he was kind of moving down, and then all of a sudden he turned, and he started coming up, you know, through this big opening. And so, but if you take, if you back up and you look at actual, his true direction, um, if you drew a line from point A from when I first saw him to point B the last time I saw him, I mean, he was, this is the angle he was going at. And it was, it was up the drop. And so my mind was, okay, get even more elevation to see if I can cut him off. So he was coming towards your ridge into yeah. the bottom of that yeah. draw. And so you took his last direction and now you don't have your hunting buddy on the vantage no, point to flag you in. <laughs> so you just disappear from the vantage point and you lose sight for yeah. 40 minutes or an hour, but you got no choice when you're solo. You just got to send it over there and, and see and, if you can get close. Yeah. And to back up, I, you know, I got over there. Um, I, I, I got across the road. I got across everything I needed to get to. And, and I was like, all right, I was trying to count the draws and I just wasn't sure. When you get so much lower, you lose all that elevation. And I'm looking up, and I'm like, well, that's a draw, too. And it's like, well, I don't remember that draw being right there. But it's just, it might just be a little finger draw at the very end of this little knob. You know, and you're not really sure. It all looks the same. I was super fortunate, because remember I was telling you about, I saw those two bull moose come out. Yes. Well, they kept working their way down, down the ridge. And I was like, man, if I can just get on the next draw from them, that would, that would put me in between the moose that I'm not going to spook if I get on the right draw. And, um, and the, the draw away from the bear. So if that's the one I wanted to get. So I'm not spooking any animals while I'm going because, you know, who knows, you might spook, it, spook right into your bear. Spook a minute you know? into your bear, So yeah. I wasn't quite 100% sure, so I slowed way up, and I just kind of gave it a few minutes, and I just looking around, looking around, trying to glass, you know, get up on this little knob so I have a little bit of elevation so I can kind of look back at my, my vantage point, you know, and be like, man, I remember it being, like, really directional from that, that uh, rock I was sitting on. I was fortunate enough those moose actually fed down out of that draw. Oh, nice. So I'm like, perfect. That's the draw. So that's the one I need to stay out of. This is the one that I actually, you know, accidentally walked up, or I kind of had a feeling. Um, so I just knew I was money. I knew I was in the right direction. I knew yeah. where I was actually. Reaffirm that you knew yeah. that you were and on that's, the right that's the best. That's the best feeling. Yes. You don't want to be like, you don't want to come up the three draws over from the bear and go, oh man, I'm still. I'm still half a mile as a crow flies away from Yeah, him. or not even know where you're at. Sometimes yeah. you get over on the other side hill and it's like, well, I knew the bear was in this meadow that looked like this, but I can't find anything yeah. like this. Like, I don't even know if I'm on the right ridge. And yep. so, yeah, to, to reaffirm you're on the right spot, you're looking at the right country for this bear, and so you're trying to relocate this bear. Yep. And, and now, like you talked about your pace, and so your pace from when you left the vantage point to where you are now to where you can see the yeah. feature, was screaming. Screaming. Was just yeah. sprinting. Yeah, you have to go yeah. for it. You have to get there in the shortest amount of time so you can relocate that yep. bear and have chance but now you're starting to really slow down and look at every feature and trying to find that thing yeah so i'm up there I, i'm not seeing them i i know I'm, i know i'm in the right spot um and what i wanted to do was just was just kind of gain a little bit of elevation and try to cut them off but my problem with that was is i started getting in a deadfall and you know how much deadfall slows a guy up and how much noise how how loud it is I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to jog through deadfall you're going to be breaking branches <laughs> and tripping over things and dropping your yeah. bow i mean it's, it's just a not mess. a bear for miles so i was like all right that's not going to work i'm going to make way too much noise that's just not going to work if he, if he feeds into it it just it just is what it is maybe he's living there you know and, and so i go over this ridge and all of a sudden like 
I'm seeing things that I never even saw from the vantage point, which is awesome. But it, oh, it, it opened up once yeah. you get in there. We were in there today. Yeah, yeah, on the the retrieval. But man, there is some awesome country yeah, in there. So, you can't see everything from a vantage point, and you got to know that when you're sitting on a vantage point too. Is yeah. that you're looking at it? There's you're, hidden features. Exactly. There's definitely hidden features. Yeah, you can't. You're not seeing a hundred percent of the game when you're on the vantage point. And you have to realize that. Like you want to see what you're looking for, and you're hoping they're moving around. But you don't see them all, you know, from one sitting on a vantage point. But yeah, there's, so there's a bunch of killer features in there that you didn't know, and now you're looking for this bear just everywhere through all these yeah, openings so and parts. You're looking for the bear that you want, but now all of a sudden, now you're seeing country that looks just sick for bears. Just like <laughs> that's where you want to be. So now you're like you're trying to hustle, but now you just found another feature that I'm a glasser. I love to glass, so I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta, I gotta glass this. I can't just bust through it and get to that bear. I gotta glass this first. So you just did that, you know, tried to take my time as much as I could, you know, glass, glass a section of it, and all right, I can gain another 200 yards, and then you just sprint for it. You get to that 200 yards, you do another little glass, you're trying to be quiet, but you're trying to, your pace is, your pace is high, you know, I mean, you're, you're moving, trying to get to somewhere, but at the same time, you're trying to be patient, and that's a hard game to play. So anyways, I knew, all right, I can't go up where I thought he was headed because of the dead ball, and if the angle is weird, it just, it just wasn't going to work out. I just knew once I got up there, there's no way I could see out of that timber. So I'm like, that's just not what I want to do. So it's like, all right, well, why not just go to where he was? I know my thermals are right. Go to where he was and just and just look at it and look up where the where the where the bear was was walking and just kind of just kind of see what you think he would do. You know, follow the grass, look at what he wants to do, follow Ooh, the shade, the flow of the land. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, you just kind of pick it apart. So you kind of like be the bear for a second. Like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Go wander over there. Maybe he's living in that deadfall over there. That that's his like a little hiding spot. Yes. So you didn't want to tromp through where he's actually going or yeah. where he's living. But you've made all this effort to get over yeah. there. And even though you can't see him in the feeding feature, like you can back out of a spot, but. You kind of play the wind and just see yeah. if you can make something happen in there it. and find him. If it's, you haven't spooked him by now and you got good wind, why not continue? Yeah, one. Well, so now you're still hunting, but you're still hunting where you know there's a bear. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like blind still hunting. Yep. You're still hunting where you just saw a big chocolate bear, a big chocolate boar you want to shoot, and now you're just playing the wind and still hunting and starting to tiptoe through the forest really looking for this yeah bear. so when you get up to where you know he was trust me you go to like silent mode like tiptoe mode because you know he was just here like 45 minutes ago or an hour ago he was just here so he's not that far mm -hmm. so then i mean you can't see it the, the the feature just wasn't quite what i thought it was when i got over there i mean you can see i mean you could see up to 80 to 100 yards you, you, it was open enough you could see that and so you're, you're glassing into the big timber, you're glassing into the deadfall, you're just kind of taking your time, looking for movement, looking for what's going on, and just nothing. You know, I gave that a few minutes, and it's like, all right, he was headed this way. So it's important to glass that timber in, oh, in openings as you're moving through. So yeah. you, you're moving really slow, you're taking three, four, five steps, and then you're glassing everything that you can see. And anytime any new features open up, you're just glassing it. And you're glassing, you're not glassing hundreds of yards, you're glassing 100 yards or yeah. less. And you're just looking through the timber and well, trying to relocate this. Yeah, thing. you're looking for fur or whatever's moving. It's hard. So, you know, when bears are living and they're just, just being bears, they're just chilling, they're not on the move, they move slow. Bears are not like, they're not jumpy by any means. They're just, they're just kind of moving and they can sit down for 15, 20 minutes and just kind of look around and not really move, you know. And for some reason, they hide so well by just slowing themselves down and they're just kind of head down. You know, they're not really all that tall. I mean, the grass, the sagebrush, the deadfall can cover a bear so easy. So you're really just meticulous about your glassing. You just know, I mean, you just, you can't just take off walking. For me, it never works. I can't just walk into something 
and have and find the bear before he sees me. He's always going to pick me out way before I pick him out. Yes. So I, I know that going into it, you know, and I was like, you know, in the back of my mind this whole time, it's like, I got a good bear and I know he's living here and it's getting late, but it's like, all right, I got a great wind. I'm super quiet. The, the ground's super green. It's just a little moist. So, I mean, your footsteps, you can't even hear yourself walk. That's how good it is. So you're just like, ah, what the heck? I'm here. I just busted my ass to get up here. I'm going to go for it. Yes. So you just start sneaking through this timber, you know, and you, I, I always try to stay up just a little bit higher. I, I try to stay off the, the, what I would say, like a ridge. I start to stay off that so I don't get the, the ridge, the silhouette uh, on top of the Yeah, the, the skyline. Yeah, yeah. You, you stay off that. Because you can see skyline from miles and, yeah. and movement really picks up good on the skyline. Like it, you, your backdrop it just shows anything that you do up there. So I'm yeah. with you. So I just you go up high because you want to be able to, the higher you are for me, you can kind of glass down in. If you can glass down into trees, it opens it up. If you're glassing just, you're at the same elevation of trees and you're looking into the trees, you don't get to see everything. But if you somehow get above the deadfall and you're looking down into it, you can actually see just a few more features and stuff into it. And so it's like, all right, just going like super like sloth movements, just kind of just tiptoeing in, going for it. And just kind of working my way up and around, I got into this really thick, it wasn't thick, it was bigger timber. It was yeah. actually kind of... It was open timber. Yeah, it was open timber. Yeah, and it was big, right above the feeding feature that yeah. you'd seen this bear. And the feeding feature, like how long was that thing? It was pretty long. It was yeah, like it was big. 300 yards, 400 oh, yeah. yards? Yeah, I would say all of 400 that. yards, 500 yards, and then maybe uh, 100 yards wide. And yeah. it was just a big green park that kind of... Yeah going up this this ridge or whatever so you're at the top of that you roll in the timber you're trying to flow through country yeah. you're tiptoeing through and I'm, and I'm going the direction i'm skirting what he walked oops sorry boy i just dropped the volume control <laughs> oh, yeah. on the mics there i kicked it with my leg so um, sorry if i deafened you uh, so you so it's like i don't want to be right where he walked because you know how that is. I mean, he could just be right over this little knob you don't see. You don't want to just walk right into so it. So you're trying to walk above so, where yeah, he walks? So I can I give myself a little bit of distance so I can kind of look down. And maybe th my, th my thought was is I'll be a little bit above him. So, I mean, they don't really like to just like stop and look uphill all the time. They like to kind of – more so they look down more and they look in Same front Same elevation of yeah. and down. Yep. Yeah, they don't really – turn and look uphill it's time. just any animals like approaching yeah. from above always seems to be the best yeah. if you can get that wind right so i didn't really have his tracks but i really did know i mean i grabbed my phone i took i snapped some some pictures of where he was before i left oh good which is you. always good that's so smart you know zoom in on the pictures i'm like all right that tree is that tree you know that that's the same tree that's matching my photo so all right perfect that's that's my marker i want to be above that because he walked literally he like rubbed that tree right below it so i i, I picked that out so i'm really feeling good um, get into that um, that bigger that bigger open timber, and I get in there and I just totally slow down. You know those pine needles, a little bit of deadfall here and there. Just totally slow down, and I'm just kind of going up on on this top of the uh, feeding feature and in these trees. And I just know he's he's there. He's living, so he's not like he didn't bust out of country. My man, wind's been good this whole time. He's here. So my thought was is just totally slow down. So I just stopped, and I would glass and look and just look around me and just and just constantly just pan back and forth. And just look and look and look and look and just take a few more steps and all of a sudden there's something i haven't seen but you know and it's all okay and i gotta stop i gotta glass that now and then i was just kind of getting kind of discouraged and i get up a little bit higher and i'm just standing there and i'm looking looking down below me in the deadfall and i'm looking over and all of a sudden just like through this like twin trees like side by side of this little opening all of a sudden he lifts his head and he's just kind of like he lifts his head and he looks completely the opposite direction of me and he just kind of moves around and then puts his head back down, and he was actually putting his nose down on the dirt. 
And so he was like just laying on his belly, just sprawled out. And he was just like, there's three trees or four trees right there. And he was right in the middle of them. Mm -hmm. And he was just like super comfy spot, like pine needles. You know how soft that is, like that dirt and the pine needles. And he's just kind of like make a little home right there. And he's just chilling. He's just being a bear. And so I sit there and I watch and I get a range. And, I, and I'm like already at like 120, 130 yards away. Not that far. I mean, that's pretty close. You know? Yes. I mean, that's a big bear, big old head. That's a predator, you know. So it's like. All right, so then you, you, you're taking it real serious now. Yeah. And so it's like... Well, in hunting predators, you got to be a little bit yeah. more cautious. It's a different type of stock when he can bite back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. there's recourse for your actions. He isn't, you know, and most bears run off, but they all have different personalities. But And I think it's important, too, like instincts just play such a huge role in being successful. And, and just like this spot of this bear, you got over there, and then you just kind of let your instincts take over, and you were just still hunting through there. And well, just, I knew he was there. I knew he was there. He was there he, he somewhere. Didn't leave. Yep. And where you walked and where you shot that that bear on that benchy little spot mm-hmm. where you told me you shot him and yeah. found him right in there. Boy, that looks like a bear spot, and it's right above the feeding feature. Yeah. And, and so you caught him bedded in there, which is yeah. just crazy. And so you had range on him, 120 yards or something like that. Yeah, yards. It was, yeah, it was it was closer to 100 yards, and I, yeah. I I couldn't actually range him. I could range the tree that he was leaned up against. Okay, you know. And so I just watched him for a second. I just I just tried feeling it out. I checked my wind again. I knew my wind was good. Just checked it again, just to make sure. You know, if I got to move quick or what do I got to do? Back out, whatever. Anyways, um, so I just watched him because it's kind of cool. Because you got to remember, when I was on my glassing, my vantage point, I was only there for five minutes, and I saw a bear. <laughs> so it's like. It's like you take a couple couple minutes to take a photo here, but I really didn't get to like study him and actually get to know him, like get to see yeah. what he actually did. That is the best, by the yeah. way, when you show up at a vantage point and there's yeah. a bear sitting Yeah, it's like he's just waiting that. for me, you know? Yeah. Well, you, you just, you look at the country and it's like, man, that looks so buried. Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, well, look, it's a bear. It's like, <laughs> that's just the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, that is. And so it's like, yeah, I got to take a minute to myself. I got to watch him. So I'm, I'm looking through my, my binoculars. I'm just, that's I'm, part of the thrill too, yeah. is being close to him. Yeah. Like that, those are the thrilling encounters yep. that that's why we spend so many days and put so many miles in and hours on the vantage is to get that close encounter where you're at right now looking through your binos at that bear you're you're next to your heart's beating out of your chest and just the only thing you can think of is how you're going to get in but good so you're studying that bear you're you're really looking at him closer because you've got a closer now you're within a hundred yards of him so you can really judge him up yeah so um before i I ran I, i i made some really killer stocks on some bears that went out in the feeding feature and they look like a big body bear, but you didn't really, you weren't really getting Sometimes good their proportions are yeah. of a big bear, but they're actually a small bear. They, so you do have to study them, even yeah. though their proportions, right? You know, it's a boar and he's fat and he's chubby and he's got a big belly and a big chest. Like sometimes you look at him and go, yeah, he's got a big belly, big chest, but that's a small bear. It's just got the right proportion. So I yeah. see what you're studying the bear and making sure it's not a small one or a sow or something yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what I was saying. I'm and, you, and you're getting that thrilling yeah, encounter right. that yeah, you're so looking it's for. Going, it's going through. you got adrenaline going. Yes. But it's like I've had bears where I've made a stock down on them, and, the, and they went and fed by themselves, and they're hanging out, and they're feeding, and they go back in. And then all of a sudden you get in on them, and you're getting close, and you're, and you're glassing, you're glassing. And all of a sudden, you see this this little little fur ball that walk around this tree in front of that bear, and you're like, oh, all right, it's a sow, you know. So you just, you know, you look at it, and then you just start backing out, you know. So I just wanted to just double check, triple check, you know, look at his ears, look at his head, you know, really try to see what he really was, and and then I just instantly, I mean, he he didn't ever turn in my direction, which was odd. I mean, he never really looked in my direction. 
I got like quarter turn of the head, so I could I could see the distance of his ears. I could tell his ears were rounded; they weren't like pointed ears, and they were like more on the side of his head, not like on the top of his head. You know, mm-hmm. so I got a I got a really good look so at him. They were pointed because it's a black bear, but they but they like, weren't like these huge yeah, pointed yeah. German shepherd ears yeah. on him. You could tell that the size was smaller uh, yeah. of the ears, which meant he had a bigger head. So exactly. you're judging. You're it looking. Right you're looking. Um, you're looking for the pumpkin. Ear, ears are the best tell too. Yeah. Yeah, because so, if they have really big ears and they're, you know, and, and you say really pointed, they're all kind of pointed. But if they're really pointed and big Dumbo yeah, German yeah. Shepherd ears, you know it's a small bear. Where you know if they're smaller, uh, then but you know, it, but it makes them look more rounded. They're smaller head because they're almost like a boar. The ears almost kind of kind of go down on the sides of their head a yes. little bit more, a little bit more. Yep, they do. for sure. There's a, there's a distance. There's like a, like a full hand. Thumb, thumb, pinky out distance between the ears. Yes. Okay. So you got to you got to study that. You got to yep. study everything you study. I mean, obviously, I knew it wasn't a grizz from the moment I saw him because of how they're shaped. I mean, I knew it was a blackie. So I'm all good there. Um, so just make sure make sure he's a boar, you know. So I'm I'm checking his shoulders. I'm looking I'm looking at all the lines. I'm looking at his head, and then all of a sudden he just plops down. Rolls on his side and he rolls upside down and he's just looking straight up at the sky. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was like, all right, well, I gotta take another minute and watch this guy. He's just looking up at the air, just kind of—he's just being a bear, he's just living, just not a worry in the world. Just he just knows he's a so predator. Cool. Yeah, so it was, that was pretty cool. And I'm thinking about, it's like, yeah, man, you got a great bear that you want to kill right there, and he's just goofing off. A guy should be moving, getting, you know gaining some distance on it so it's like all right that the hunting feet the hunting instinct started kicking in i was like all right he's just being a bear he's cool to watch i could watch him all day he was freaking cool so it's like all right man i got some big trees here and then i can get to that tree i can get to that tree so so you're sticking the trees in between you and the bear yeah so what i what i do is i I make myself a, a skinny profile um i don't walk with the bow on the side like i usually like i'm traveling through country my bow is down low on the side and you go around a corner you turn your bow kind of sticks out and you can see my fletchings and stuff when I'm when I'm in tight and I got the tree between me and the, me and the bear, I keep the bow right in front of me. Oh, that's a good tip. So you're yeah. keeping what you say a skinny profile. That sounds like a good diet, but a, <laughs> a skinny profile, and that way you don't have any edges of you sticking out yeah, outside because, of the edge uh, of the tree. You know, I'm I'm so close. I, I know bears don't probably don't have the best best sight, but they're going to pick up on movement. Oh yeah, they'll, they see they'll movement see big time. So if you make yourself skinny and you, if you can't see that bear. That's, that's great in your mind. You're like, if I can't see him, he can't see me. Well, which is mostly true. But mostly true. But if he just turns his head a little bit, I mean, I don't know. He, he can see your arm on the outside yeah, of the tree he can, or your he, bow he can catch is what my, you're talking like about. My, my fletchings on my bow or the okay. cam sticking yeah, out. Totally or, makes sense. You know, just some sort of like, you know, and I'm trying to get up ground. I'm trying to move. And when, I, when a human... I like walking, that. I stop with you all the time. I never noticed that. But I like yeah. that. The skinny profile. Yeah, That's make, a great tip. You know, like um, like we hunt bulls all the time. You know, we're hunting bulls. You keep that bow in front of your face because it breaks up your facial features. It breaks... You know, you just, you just use what you have to, to mix, mm-hmm. it, mix it up. Yes. So anyways, I'm, I'm going up to the trees. I'm keeping trees in between him and me. And they're, they're big... I don't know what, what big fir trees. Yeah, big fir trees. You know, and they're they're nice. Big fir Montana, but they're a couple of foot in diameter. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's plenty enough to hype me. You know, I, I guess <laughs> you know, I'm not a big guy. So get the bow in front of me, and you know, I'm starting to move in close. I, all right, I just know I just picked up. I just picked up 20 yards. All right, knowing that while I'm while I'm skinny profile, I'm going ahead and, and just go ahead and knocking an arrow. You know, I'm knocking an arrow. I'm reaching down. I'm pulling my rangefinder out. So that's what I'm doing as I'm creeping. I get to that tree and I'm being as quiet as I can possibly be. Get to that tree and 
It's pretty quiet in that timber yeah, in there. Super silent. Okay, super silent. That was the good part of the timber where there wasn't much downfall, but there's still a few sticks there's, and pine needles yeah, around. But yeah. it sounds like it was pretty quiet there. Then. Yeah, it was nice and soft. You know, the, Ooh, that ground was like wet, soft. damp, yeah. soft. Okay, yeah. so you're you're sneaking in. You're being just so quiet. If you don't hear your own feet, you're doing something. <laughs> you know, so it's like yep. I'm doing this. You're dialed. You know, and I, and I'm finally on a bear, and I'm just like. You know, if this pans out, that's freaking killer. That's why I'm here. But it's like, I'm, I, I enjoy hunting so much. It's like, it was weird this time. I, I didn't get overly excited because it's like, yeah, this is a good encounter. This is great. You know, this is definitely the bear I want to kill for sure. Um, but I, I didn't get too overly excited. I kept my calm. I, I played it right. I took my time. I got to the tree I wanted to get to. It's like, all right, I got to take one step out. And it's just like, it's slow. Like hands of the clock, what you used to say. Hands mm-hmm. of the clock, slow motion look and you want to put your head out there where well, your head is pretty big and you got to get around it enough to get your eyes sight and you're close and you're yep. close your bow range down right yeah I, i'm i'm pushing 70 probably i'm pushing 70 75 yards is where i'm at and, and what i thought was i get to that tree and i'll probably be there and that's that's a poke um but i could see him and if he's looking away from me why not step in front of the tree now all of a sudden you just took yourself from the back of the tree which you don't have a good shot from because you can't shoot from behind a tree all of a sudden you're beside the tree so you got nothing behind you and your whole profile is up. So if he does turn and there's a humanoid there sitting there with a bow at full draw, he's going to see you. Okay. So, so my, my thought was, is get to him, make sure he's not looking at me and get in front of the tree. So now okay. I got a backdrop. Now I got the tree behind me, which, which is killer, you know, so you can kind of get skinny in front of the tree now. So, now I'm so in you snuck tree. in front of the tree, you snuck around the side of the yeah. tree and got in front when the bear was probably looking away at this yeah, point. Exactly. He yep. was, he was just, he was just chilling. Actually, to be honest with you, his nose was down and it was only, he wasn't pointed away from me. He was just pointed like at a 90 degree angle, just like straight up from me. You know, it was just kind of weird. Like it just, um, so you just moved really slow. Yeah. Were you in his vision? And so you're watching his head and his mannerisms, but you're sneaking around the edge of the tree thinking I get around this tree yeah. and I'm going to have a shot. Yeah, exactly. So I get in front of this tree and, and he's just, he's just chilling. He's not looking at my direction and I, I don't have, I don't want to put, take my hand off of anything. I got my, I got my right hand on my, uh, my rangefinder, you know, and I'm clicking him off, clicking the tree, clicking him, clicking the tree. You know, you know how I range. I range, 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 range. You range a bunch. Yeah, just make sure, you know, make sure you're getting the true range, you know. And it's it's a little bit dark. I mean, it's super light outside, but in that thick timber or that big timber, it's a little bit darker in there. So so the rangefinder, you know, I'm just making sure, double, double, triple sure I'm, I'm getting the right range. And it's like, all right, I think I ranged him. Uh, like, I think I was true 72 yards, first range I got, or 70. I think I was right at 70. And so, go ahead, dial to 70, that's great. You know, I got arrow knocked, all that stuff. But he's just chilling. He's not even attempting to look up. So it's like, all right, well, let's sneak in a little bit more. I mean, why not? Why not gain? bears are a small target, too. Yeah, like, the closer, the better. Like, I try to get inside 50 a lot of times when I'm shooting. Them, sure. You know? So, yeah, absolutely. So, you, you figure, I can gain a few more yards yeah, on this guy. why not? Why yep. not take, I mean, he's just, I got the big tree behind me. I think I can... I think I can just stay in like the tree shadow type of thing that I had going and, and just kind of, I mean, he's not looking at me yet. And I was thinking, well, maybe even if he does turn my way, that might give me enough time. By the time he gets up, he might well, like stare at me for a second. So I just, I just risked it. I just went for the risk and I just, I went, I went in there. I gained some more yardage. Super slow. I bet oh, with man. him having oh, his head, man. like where you're kind of in his vision, but he's not looking at you. He's looking up the hill yeah. and you're in dark timber and yeah. you're in shadows. And so 
you're just moving as absolutely slow as you possibly can, every footfall, every step, just trying to gain a few more yards, a few more yards, because he's not looking in your direction. It's not paying attention. He's a relaxed yeah. bear, and, and he's not looking dead away from you, but he's he's not looking your direction. Yeah, exactly. So I felt like I had a little bit of a buffer to kind of get away with a little bit of movement. You know, I knew the wind was right. I could feel it on the side of my face. It's like, no, look, he's not going to win me. I can get closer. So. I move in, get a little bit closer, you know, and I'm just getting comfortable and getting a few more ranges. I was like, you know what? I got to I got to a range where I just knew 100. percent I was like, I know, I, I know if he get if I get a full broadside shot, I'm gonna kill him. I was 100 percent positive I'd get that. Um, it was kind of weird. He, I got it, I got in there and I got another range. And I'm getting ready to draw my bow back, and it's like, man, he's kind of bedded. The thing. It's even a tighter shot, you know. Front legs are kind of out in front of him a little bit, and it's like super tight. It's a sweet profile shot. I mean, I know I could like, it's like if I do get it right in there, it's a money shot for sure. But it was just kind of weird. He, I'm um, just getting ready to draw, and he just kind of he didn't bust, but he just he got up on all fours, which was I was like, nah, he didn't win me. You didn't see me. You never even looked in my direction. What was I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was hearing um, some birds or I don't even know. But he got up and he kind of took a step and he just kind of was looking complete away from me. It's like man, usually they're by this time they're seeing something or they kind of have a bear sense you know they kind of like oh something's weird over here and they can kind of sense it somehow. And, and they'll stare in your direction yeah. even if you're totally holding still mm -hmm. but you're right once you get into that close range like it almost is like they know you're there and even if he doesn't have any idea you're there he's like looking in your direction quite a bit like yeah. I, I remember that big boar last season that we were talking about in that meadow oh, and, yeah, yeah. and we stalked in there was a boar and a sow and that was a giant boar man that was a good one yeah, and we got into range but that bear would never stop looking in our direction in that sagebrush and they they don't see real well but they do pick up on movement but you're right there's like a bear sense to him but this bear was never looking in your no, direction never it was just kind of odd he was just he was i just felt like he was totally comfortable but he, he got up on all fours and he did it pretty quick so you know how that kind of gets you. It's like, oh, I don't want to lose this opportunity, you know. But so I went to full draw, and, and he did take a step, but it's like, come on, I shoot a real fast bow. I mean, I mean, one step, I mean, what is that? Maybe a half a yard, you know. It's like, all right, I mean, I, I'm so comfortable with that. Um, so you had a range, he took a step, yeah. and so you're saying he took a step, like, further from you or whatever. Yeah, but maybe you don't just, have to readjust your sight yeah. or anything. You're within a half yard. Put your pin on him and let's let it rip. Yeah, exactly. So which which happened perfect, and it was, it was just so cool because there's, like, this little ridge that he was kind of kind of on a ridge, I would say maybe. I mean, just a little profile of one, and so you could see all the background. It was just it was just epic. It was just so cool, and it was weird. I just I just nice and calmly went to full draw. I bubbled up, got you know I call it bubbling up. So I always first thing I do, I get my pin. I get my pin kind of on the bear, or close to the bear, or where I'm seeing black or brown, or wherever I'm at. And my focus is on that bubble, you know, that leveling bubble. As I just call it bubbling up. I just make sure you bubble up. Once you're bubbled up. And I shoot so much that I get bubbled up. Well, and on hillsides, yeah, when you draw back, weird. it is weird. Yeah. Like, your bubble can be like way all, off. All of a sudden, you're leaning your bow, like, into the hillside. Like, yeah. man, this doesn't feel well, right. Well, in a canted bow, if you can't yeah. your bow left, your arrow goes left. Yep. If you can't your bow right, your arrow goes yep, right. Exactly. And we shoot all the time. And so... Mm -hmm. This is this is part of your your shooting routine yeah. is to bubble up your bow. But it is wild when you're shooting in the mountains. Sometimes you draw back your bow. Sometimes you don't even believe your level. It's exactly. showing you it's way it's off, like, and wow, you got to lean. Yeah, it's like you're leaning way away from the hillside. You yeah. feel like you're going to lean off the mountain. So bubble up on them. Yeah, settle up in. on them. Settle up on them. I knew I had a great range. I knew, you know, I, I'm shooting right now. I'm shooting this this just sweet setup, and I just got this single pin. 
and, and bears are hard. They're you're shooting a single mover now. You went yeah. away from the multiple pin shooting a single mover because yeah. you just always shot your mover anyways. And that and was just my don't I, even complicate yeah, it. Yeah, I even dialed it up. Like you know, it, it, you got your pin set up 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and I always use my my bottom my bottom green pin. Your 60 is your mover. But yeah. even if I got the opportunity, shit, I'll move my 61 up to 40. Yes, I, mean, I, I just I just I'm comfortable with that green. I just, I'm just, I like to, I like to, I just, it just works for me. So you, know? you went to one pin now. Yeah. I like it. I went to one pin, so it's the only one I have to worry about. I mean, yeah, you need time to dial your sight, but the sight's so silent. You just reach up and give it a dial. It's, it's all good, you know? So just dial it in. And bears are weird. I mean, it, it's hard to see their lines. You don't get the, the antelope or the elk stripe. <laughs> Like the oh the, the color mismatch on them like okay. the two tone oh, of an animal right or the break of the shoulder yeah, like it's all hair it's yeah, just a hairy it's a, blob it's a puffball yeah and so you got to follow the front leg up yep. but you are just kind of swimming in hair kind of guessing yeah. where you need to be they are a tougher animal that, to hit exactly right yeah. so it was weird it was uh, usually um, you know I'm usually pretty quick I can when I'm on an animal I can settle my boat real quick I'm really pretty quick on um, drawing it and settling it and letting it go this time I just I don't know. I was just kind of calm. I was calm about it. It was the bear I wanted. I was super jacked, super excited. But I just, I took my time. I, I, I remember the pin, the pin went down from above his back and it just settled right down where I wanted it. And I remember just kind of doing a blink real quick. Just blink, check my bubble one more time. Yeah, look, move it back up. And I'm just like, yeah, there's a shoulder. And I just remember just kind of moving it just down away from the shoulder just a little bit. Like, I hate shooting. I mean, don't shoot the shoulder. It's just not me. Yeah, we have shorter, shorter draw length. We never get through yeah. the shoulder. And so we've learned to aim off the shoulder. Yeah. And so, and I actually think you're aiming at the center of the lung center mass. Yep, exactly. You know, the, the, the vitals on a deer are eight inches. They're eight inches top and bottom, but there may be... 10 you know left and right on that deer and so i think when you pull off that shoulder you're actually aiming more in the middle of those vitals yep. but me and you we can't hit a shoulder of an antelope a white-tailed no. doe a bear yep. we don't get through the shoulder and so we've learned those tight little pocket rocket shots yeah, exactly. that you love to get that you yep. that you see like in, and sometimes you get those but i'm actually aiming about two or three inches yeah, back exactly. and i end up there yeah. but it just gives you more room for air there and so yep. me and you have taught ourselves to aim back off the shoulder in 3d targets they want you to aim right on that edge of the shoulder we just don't have enough energy even shooting heavy arrows and fast bows we just don't get through the shoulders so settle your pin yeah. back so it's and it's important that i think you like when you're shooting a bow at an animal and it's taken us years to perfect this but that calm that you had mm -hmm. that calm and kind of a uh, real patient in taking your time settling your pin you're bubbling up you're pushing and pulling and you're executing a good shot when you execute a good shot they die yeah you know? exactly you you know you know the minute the minute your your whatever uh, wrist strap or thumb i should have thumb the minute that goes off i mean the second i mean it breaks it breaks and you just know he's he's done i mean you, <coughs> excuse me he just you just know he's done um you before like when i was younger and i was hunting with you all the time years ago um, I would get the adrenaline so much my face felt like it was on fire. <laughs> like, it, my face was burning, and it, it kind of got me in this like panic mode. You don't want to lose this opportunity. You just worked your ass off getting all the way over here. But this time, I just you know I, I did a really good. I shot I shot quite a few animals last year, and I made some great shots. I think I was actually 100 percent of my shooting last year, which, which is awesome. Yeah, I did really really good. I got this new setup. I'm super comfortable with it. Um, it's super quick, nice, really 420 grain arrows. You know, I mean, I'm shooting a really, really good, forgiving but lethal setup. Nice. Know? 
you know, you take a speedbow and all of a sudden you take a speedbow and you make it into a little bit slower of a bow, but but more kinetic energy. You know, you're taking the everybody talks about these speedbows and like, oh yeah, it shoots 350 whatever feet a second. Yeah, that's cool on paper, but but what I do is I you know everybody does. I think it's it's rated on a 325 375 grain arrow with the RBO or whatever it is. Um, I like to just do a super heavy arrow. So when it does hit them, I get that penetration. Well, and people use kinetic energy a lot, but I think the more important equation to use is momentum energy. Yeah. And the more weight of your arrow, yeah. just the more momentum it has to, to penetrate better in those yeah. animals. And that, that momentum energy, I think, is the important one. And it always works out the heavier your arrow gets the more penetration you're yep. going to get. But there is a fine line there where you yeah. have to have speed where you're not, yeah. you know, you, where if you misjudge the yardage by a yard or two, you're not missing the animal. And so there is a fine line there. So, yeah, so you're shooting 420, which is a great setup for Western yeah. game. You have plenty yeah. of speed and, and good momentum energy for penetration. Yeah, so so knowing this, so I go to full draw. This thing's just staring, standing there. He's not even paying attention to me. He has no clue I'm there. And that's what every archery hunter dreams about. When you shoot something, he just doesn't even know you're there. He's not even slightly spooked. He doesn't even know what's happening. And so I just, I'm settled in. Bubble's good. Sight's good. Everything's just settled in. And I'm just pushing and pulling, pushing and pulling. And it just breaks. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, it just, I mean, I didn't even hear the arrow. It just zipped right to him. And I just, I saw I saw dirt fly on the other side of him. But I heard it hit. It was just like a like a whack, you know. I mean, it, you could, you know, the, the archery kill shot you know mm-hmm. everybody that's dumb yeah, yeah whack the, yeah, you know how it is sure. so it's just it's just killer and he turns and he barks and he he like does this like uh like a little roar and he's biting at himself and he just kind of spins a couple times still doesn't see me they freak out oh yeah them, don't I they mean, there's dirt flying there's there's branches breaking i mean biting at the air oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. biting at where he just got freaking stung yeah, right, right yeah right. so yeah. it's just like man he has no clue what's going on he's hurting He's just kind of like spazzing out, and you don't want to move. We we've, we've been on hunts where where uh, you shot it, you shot a bear, and you made a movement, and all of a sudden he sees you, and and he's like thinks he's wounded or think you're doing something, and then all of a sudden you got a bear looking at you. That's yes. one. To, he, that's on the fight. He's yeah. instantly on the fight. And it's intense when oh, you yeah. stick one yeah. of those, and things. you're close to him. I mean, like, he could be on you in seconds, and, and instantly you think, "What have I done?" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't move, don't move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, and this it was just so cool. It was just so cool. So um, let's get through the, let's get through what I what I did. So for sure. So he, he was biting himself, growling stuff. So he he tries to take off and he goes up this hill just a little ways, like 10, 15 yards. And he just kind of he just kind of turns and goes back down. And I don't I don't want to lose sight of him. So I just take a few more steps. He has no clue I'm there. He's not looking my direction. Take a few more steps and I get over so I can see the whole thing. I never once got my eyes off the bear. So he goes up and he comes back down. He's standing there and I can tell he's hurting. I mean. It, all right, you know, I, I know he's going to die. I'm 100% positive he's not going anywhere. He's freaking hurting. You can tell his, his body movements, his, just everything about him, he's hurting. Like, it's in the long, you know, liver long type of deal. I mean, I think I just got, I think I went through, um, definitely went through the first, the, um, the side I shot. Definitely went through the lungs on that. And then maybe, like, down a little bit and, like, into the liver. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, definitely I knew it was a, a lethal shot. But he's standing there. Um, and so I just get another range. And it's like, man... You know how animals are. I mean, you want you want it to They're be so quick. tough. Yeah, yeah. You want to be quick, so it's like, why not? You know, he's there. He does no clue I'm here, and so just get a range, get knock another arrow, just come to full draw. I know he, I know he's dead. You know, my adrenaline's pumping like crazy, but I'm even calmer now because I know I got him. I know he's, I know he's not going to go too far, but it's like, man, I just let's just put him down. Let's put him out. So just you know, draw back. You know, bubble up once again and just send another one, and it just it just comes home, just hits him so solid. And yeah, he he didn't even bite at that one. I think he just literally hit the dirt 
and he tried getting up and he just, and then that was it. It was like, it was minutes. I mean, he was, I, he never got out of my sight. He was always in bow range the entire time. I mean, I got to see even from the moment I first hit him to the moment he took his last breath. I mean, it was right there. It was so epic. I mean, it was just, it was just awesome. It was just so, such a gorgeous bear. Still had no idea it was there. I mean, he died with not knowing what was going on. Not a clue. He never looked at me, which is, which was cool. So I must have been doing, I must have been pretty quiet. Great wind, super quiet. Just the right setup. You know, the right, right terrain to hunt him in. It was just, yeah, it was just epic. So killer. Oh, that is awesome. Man, it, uh, so cool how things come together yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just stalking through there and able to find him and make it happen. But it, it's all those instincts of slowing down along the way. But, um, gosh, I got, I don't know what I got going. I got a noise on my computer. Boy, we'll have a tough time making through this. But, no, man, I'm just so happy for you. And so then we went um, – so that's not the end of the story. So epic bear, epic bear down, really nice boar, um, nice mature boar for the area, big pumpkin head on him, big paws, just killer. you got a bear down. And so now it's late, and I get a phone call about, um, you know, right at dark or yeah. – it or was something dark. like it was that. Yeah, it was dark up in the mountain. And, sure. and you go, man, I got a bear down. It's yeah. like right on. And so we kind of celebrated over the phone. Mm-hmm. I was done with what I had to do, and and uh, I said, right on. And so we kind of made a game plan, and we said, well, let's just gut them out right now. You're way up in there. Yep. You know, you've got your smaller pack on. Like yep. we'll just go get them in the morning, gut them out, and and leave them there, and, and come down. And so you said, yeah, yeah, great. And so we kind of celebrated the back and forth there, and told you congratulations, and then. So you took care of the bear, got them all gutted out, and yeah, then got, got um, them all cleaned out, you know, and then the action started, you know. I mean, that's when it got just sketchy. And the full story is, you know, I live, I live so far, not too far away, but far enough that when I finally get off work and I'm finally ready to go, I'm so excited. I forget, I would forget my head if it wasn't attached, you know. <laughs> I turned around twice. I went all the way to Townsend, had to turn all the way back, forgot my release, had to find it. The dog packed it out of the house, you know. Anyways, so I'm so excited to leave, and uh, usually I'm pretty good at it. But this time, you know, solo, solo hunting, which, you know, for bears, whatever. But uh, Well, and you got to get in the routine of remembering all your stuff, yeah. too. Like, the first few days out. Like, it's tough to remember all your stuff. And you've been out a little bit, but it's been a while. You've been working yeah. quite a bit. So, yeah, so you're so, so excited to go. You're so you, Jones. you got this bear down. you got him gutted out. But um, you don't have any bear spray. Yeah, that's, you don't what, have that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm leaving the house, and I got my bow, got my release, got my binos. I'm, I'm set up. I'm like, yep, this is what it takes to kill a bear. This is what it takes for me to survive up the mountains. I'm good to go. Oh yeah, don't yeah don't don't remember bear spray. Don't remember a pistol. Don't don't remember anything <laughs> that's going to protect you or whatever. You're just going just you just got sharp sticks. Yeah, that's well, what you're and I would have let you borrow mine. Yeah, too, if I told but, you about, I didn't I didn't yeah, think about it. I, yeah. Usually I just have it strapped to my pack. It's always on my pack. Yeah. Every year I run in and it's just strapped to my pack. I got bear spray either up on my chest or on my hip belt. It's just yep. always there. For some reason I have yet to attach it to my pack. For some reason I don't know why. So yeah, you're up there. You're up there in the dark. I got my headlamp on. I got the bear kind of on this little sweet little hillside. Pretty not too steep, but steep enough, like um, to, for him to drain out. So I, I'm, I'm getting them all cleaned out. Get them gutted. You know, pull the guts away from them a little ways because I don't like having guts right next to your animal. You know, pull pull them down the hill a little ways away from it. And I, and it's getting dark. I mean, the moon's coming up, which is nice, but it's still it's dark in the timber. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just like, did I hear something? Well, it's getting dark. It's like, nah, I didn't hear something. But you're sitting right next to a bear, and you're looking at the eyes of this bear. And all of a sudden, um, you know, I think I just got off the phone with you, made sure it was all cleaned up, told you I was going to do what I was going to do, you know. And, uh, and, you know, getting excited to get out of there. And, uh, you know, I'm still, like, still on the high of, like, getting this bear down and everything. Well, then I did hear something. I look up, got my headlamp on the, uh, the brim of my hat, and I look up, and there's a, there's a set of eyes right there, like, in bow range right there looking at me. 
And it's like, oh, you know, you kind of step, you step off the bear because I have my knife in my hand. I'm just finishing up cleaning this thing. And I got my knife in my hand and I'm just like, that bow is like behind me, like five yards away from me. And that's all I got to protect myself. And all of a sudden there's this predator set of eyes staring at you just right above me, 40 yards, 30, 40 yards, right above me. And then all of a sudden it gives me one of those, <gasps> like a, like a bark at you. Then it kind of like, you could hear it lurch forward, you know, like I wasn't sure. I mean, obviously it was another bear coming in and whether it heard me like celebrating her or smelt the smelled blood. I mean, I don't know, but it was right there. It was right on top of me. I had nothing. I mean, the bear's just right there. And I'm in Grizz country. I'm in the thickest of Grizz country. I mean, I am like where, yes. where people get attacked. Like yes. I'm in like, and I got nothing. I don't have my bow in my hand. I got nothing. Plus it's dark. You got your bow in your hand <laughs> so and it's sketchy. dark. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, so sketchy. So it's just, it's just, you know, how fast you move. It's like knife, 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 fold the knife, put it in the pocket, grab the pack and the bow. Don't even put it on. And you're out of there. I mean, I'm not running right now. So what I did, I, I got big. I grabbed my bow, get it above my head, you know, and it's, but it's dark, but I got, he can see my headlamp, you know, and I can still see his eyes and he's barking at me. And all of a sudden his jaws go to snapping, like snap, snap. I mean, like super loud, like almost echoey loud. And I'm right there, right, I mean, right in front of me. And so it's like back off and I start screaming at it, yelling at it, breaking branches, pretending I'm huge, you know. And at the time it's like, holy shit. I mean, I got my hair standing up and I'm backing down, backing down the steep hill, just going for it. You know, trying not to like turn and run. You never want to turn and run. But at the same time, you're, you're making distance between you and him. You're, you're yes. like, yeah, if you want the bear that bad, all right, <laughs> you're bigger than I am. Yeah, here he is. You know, I'll, I'll come back. I'll fight you for it during the day. I'm not going to fight for you in the middle of the night. You know, no, no way. I mean, by this time, it's it's after nine, maybe closer to 10 o'clock, you yes. know, and it's dark. Yep. And so it's like, I back out, I back out, and I'm hearing this rustling and stuff. So I, I, I feel like he's following me and just, I'm just screaming. I'm just screaming top of my lungs, just freaking out, screaming. And I'm trying to not turn and run. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch between me and him, but I'm, I mean, I'm on a mountain. So it's like, I got to watch where I'm going. So I'm turning where I'm going while well, I grab my phone and I, and I get the light on the phone. So I got the light on bright behind me. So I can kind of turn and the lights on and I got the light, my headlamp down and I'm, 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 I'm gaining ground. Just getting, getting is, out is of Is that there. when I got the call here at the house? So, yeah. So I'm like, holy shit. Just to make sure, just to make sure it's like, I felt like I got, you know, you know, when we were up there, there's like that little bench, that green bench. And there's that, that, um, like, I don't know, I, I, a solid hundred, 150 yards away. And it's like, I still have phone service. I knew if I got down any further, I'm going to lose phone service. So it's like, I better call somebody. I was like, the only person that actually somewhat has a clue of where the hell I am, I'm going to call Brian real quick. And I was like, I think, I think you answered the phone with me fucking yelling at the bastard. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm yelling. I'm, you know, it's just, it's super scary. Uh, dude, I could hear oh, you. Yeah, it's like panic, like panic, yeah. you know? Yeah. And no, it's, it's like, I got deal. nothing. You, yeah. know, you know how safe you feel with just even bear spray. I mean, you just feel, at least you got something. Yes. At least you can you pepper yourself for flavoring when it goes down. <laughs> something. At least you have something in your hand. Well, I, I don't. I can't see my pen. It's not like I'm going to draw my bow in the middle of the dark on something. I, you know, I can hear him. I can still hear him. Uh, just, but I don't think he was really following me. I felt like he was because then your mind kind of started playing oh, tricks yeah. on you. Yep. So I, I just let you know. I was like, this is where I am. This is my truck. I'm, I'm busting it down the hill. Give me a solid hour. If, I, if you don't hear from me in a solid hour, dude, you just got to come up here and find me. I, I don't know what to tell you. Grab grab something. Come up here and find me. Yep. You know kind of where I'm at. Well, and I didn't know whether to come up last night when I got the call. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm going to grab the shotgun with some slugs and a yeah. couple lights and come meet you up there. But it's a good thing you told me not to. You said, no, don't come up. Just give me some time to make it yeah. down to the road and down to the truck. 
because it's so fine it's so tough to find you up oh, there yeah, yeah. of where you actually are up on yeah. the hills there's a lot of country in there yeah. and in the daylight's one thing but in the dark yeah you're not going to be able to see any features yeah. i'm going to tell you to so look you tell for me it. no just wait for me i'm going to call you when i get back to the yep. road when i get back in reception let me just do this you know this is the only way it's going to work and so you started rolling down but a sketchy walk well, out yeah, in the dark I'm, I'm, I'm a solo guy with a bow and a headlamp and a phone yeah now i'm out of service in a dead bear up on the and hill. a dead bear <laughs> on the hill i got my arms are elbow deep in blood i just got this thing out so i got blood all the way down to my my elbow so i'm i'm reeking of blood and bear or whatever you know and i'm i'm getting it i'm i'm i see i i came down what i thought was going to be the shortest route to get down either to the water to the road somewhere where you feel like kind of safe like humans actually travel right here so i kind of feel a little safer absolutely um, but i'm in the middle of grizz country yeah absolutely it's it, this is where it goes down i'm in the middle of grizz country whether that was a grizz or a black bear i you know i don't know I, I heard black bears are the ones that actually snap at you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it was the big old set of eyes that when you put your headlamp on it and he's staring at you, you know it's predator eyes. They're both. I mean, he's it like looks right scary there. Enough, he's no right matter there. What it is, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, how did I not hear a big old bear coming in? I heard nothing, and it was super silent up there. I was just cutting away, gotten you know, cleaning them out, just trying to do a nice, clean job, taking care of everything, make sure the tags are. Or cut, you know, doing my doing the normal deal. You know, I'm not scared. I'm still on my high of being super excited about getting this bear down. Yes. And I've wanted this perfect um, chocolate, light colored chocolate bear. That I, you know, I've killed all these other color faces, but I really wanted this one so bad. So I'm still just super excited. I'm talking to you a little bit. You know, yeah, all this stuff goes down. Too dark to take pictures, whatever. You know, but you take care of the bear. You know, it's good. You know, get your stick and you spread the ribs. You do all your deal. And then this goes down. And the only thing you're thinking about your survival mode. I mean, the bear's kind of the last thing on your mind. Like, I'll Absolutely. find you. I'll find you guy tomorrow. Dude, you yeah. don't, don't worry about it. You're already you're already down. You're, and so I'm getting. I'm going down some pretty steep embankments, and I'm I'm just running basically at that time. I knew I had some distance between them, and it's like you're you're exhausted. Your legs are quivering. Your knees are aching. You got your little pack on you and your bow, and you're just trying to make sure you have all your stuff with you. You get down the hill, and you you, you stop. You stop. You you got to catch your breath. But you're trying to catch your breath, and all you hear is your heart rate and your ears. It's just pounding in your head, and you're trying to listen. Just make sure he's not following me. Make sure he's not close. Make sure that he's not like right on top of me. And so it's like you're you're being quiet. You're kind of panicked. It's like you know what? I gotta calm down. I know I got I got hundreds of yards in between me and, the, and my bear, and let alone him. I think you know, just making sure. Hyper vigilant, right? Yeah. Looking around. So you're on survival mode. Yeah. So you're just like, all right, calm down, guy. I mean, you're good. You're good. You don't want to take a fall in this steep stuff. You let's, let's just get, let's just calm down. Yeah, that did just happen. Yeah, that I went through it. You know, so far so good. You know, um, backed out of there. Made great time getting down, and uh, which is cool. So then I just picked my pick my way down. I felt I started feeling comfortable. And I, I get down into like where there's the thicker trees and stuff, and I'm, you know, you, any little noise you just pick up on. When you're on high alert, you just pick up on everything. So I'm I'm going at a good pace, a walking pace by this time, but a good walking pace, like moving ground. And I get down, and I, I can see the road. The, the moon's come up, and I can actually see the road. And I'm like, all right, I feel I feel solid. And so I start. I come off this little steep embankment, and I see these headlights coming down. And you even feel even more better now. You, I mean, there's humans right there. So I get down. These guys are standing there, like just a couple, um, you know, probably. Well, they they're like, man, you're hunting these things with with a bow, man. What the heck, you know? So they're definitely rifle guys, which that's cool. That's, they were there. They're like, yeah, we just got camp set up, and they're like, yeah, right where you were at, that hillside. That like, we saw two grizz there today. I'm like, oh, perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that. You know, I'm already kind of freaked out, but I'm super happy. There's humans there, and 
And uh, you're like, yeah, you're covered in blood. You must have got one. Yeah, I got one with the, with the bow. And, and they were really cool. And they're like, well, we came down here. Our camp's just right up the road a little ways. We came down here. We heard you yelling. We, it was echoing from up there. We didn't know what it was. And I'm like, no, there's another bear that came in. And I was just, I was just trying to protect myself, just yelling. I was like, dude, I so appreciate you guys coming down and checking on me. You know, visiting with them a little bit. Got to talk about the hunts a little bit. And we just kind of talked for just five, ten minutes. And it was awesome. So they're like, well, we got to go down. They were meeting a buddy down below her, I believe, is what they were saying. Yeah, meeting somebody down um, by the highway. They're like, do you want to ride? I'm like, no. I was like, I, I'm, I feel so much better on the road. I'm, I'm, I gather, I gather. I'm, I'm good to go, you know. So I get on the road and just kind of walking up the road, and I got probably a mile, mile and a half to my truck, you know, totally fine, and it just worked out. It worked out good, you know. The moment you see your truck after an epic night, I mean, I got to the truck probably what at eleven, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. And so it's eleven, eleven fifteen, and getting my truck, and then all of a sudden you start calming down, and it's like, holy cow! I almost got achy because my adrenaline was rushing so much that my muscles and my arms and my back and shoulders were kind of achy because I was so tense. And, like petrified up there. I mean, it was, uh-huh. it was sketch. You know? uh, it was super sketch. That's as sketch as it gets. So it was good. It was just an epic hunt. I mean, just so cool. So so, so we went up this morning. Yeah. Went yeah. and found your bear and yeah. um, got some good pictures and then able to process it and get all the meat yep. down off the mountain. We didn't run into the the grills nope, or the nothing. black bear that you saw last night. I had my bow just in case oh, it was yeah, a big black sure. bear. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool spot in there. So benchy and grassy and meadowy but broken open timber but that was just the perfect yeah. spot for bears I mean, you just knew a bear lived it oh I mean, man it was too perfect not to hold a bear so we got that thing out but yeah i mean congratulations to you those things are yeah, so tough it. to harvest uh, the spot and stock and then with with archery gear is just uh, the highest degree of difficulty is so tough out here out west so just mad respect i'm just glad it worked out well and i I paid you back for that bowl that you gave me the hot oh, yeah, lead yeah, on. Yeah, I go. gave you a yeah. hot lead, even though you went the opposite direction <laughs> that I told you. But that, I also told you that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, just super stoked for you. You work so hard at Western Game, and and whether it's elk or deer, or bear, you're just a a really good bow hunter, and and nice to see you kill a nice boar and and harvest them and have it all come together. So yeah, super cool, man. Yeah, I feel like I earned it. That was a good good hunt. You know, great shooting, great stock. I just, it just came together. You know, when it comes together, it's just like man, it. It's not. It's not that hard. I mean, you know it is. You, I mean, how many hunts do you screw up before you even actually get it? But when it comes together, everything aligns just right. And I mean, you just you're just creeping up those sta- that staircase of just success, and you get there. And you, I mean, it's just when it works out, it just works out. Feels like it's meant to be when yeah, it works it's out. Yeah, just kind but of wild. He like, just got How was it? How did he just? He set himself up. I let him make the final move. I let him do it. And I just, I was so patient that it just, it just worked out. I mean, yep. it's just so made the right cool. moves. Instincts took yeah, over and, exactly. and made the right moves. But yeah, when you, when you do it, everything comes together. It's just so cool because it can fall apart so many yeah. times or it's tough to even get a stock on a Western black bear color phase boar like you killed, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's no easy feat. So yeah, uh, just so stoked for you, man. Yeah, Congratulations. So cool. Super yeah. cool boar, great pictures. Uh, you got some great meat, so yep. you're gonna stay here tonight and then run home tomorrow. We got it all checked in, yep. everything taken care of, so we're good to go now. Um, now we just party like rock stars. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bear no. down. We got one more to get. I mean, yeah, yes. it's perfect. That's it's super awesome. cool, man. Uh, really fun. Uh, fun to be a part of it. And the one night I miss, you end up yeah, killing a bear, but it just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Usually I can sneak you away. Usually yeah, it's like, right. oh, I think Brian's yeah. going to come. I'm, well, I learned my lesson now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No way am I ever going to miss in the evening, but yeah. no. So cool and so epic and fun to go back in there today and kind of relive the story and process that bear and get him off the mountain there. So that was really cool to be a part of. But um, 
Well, thanks a bunch, man. That was yeah, a really sure. cool story. That was really fun to yeah. talk about. Really fun to be a part of. Again, just cr- congratulations. Yeah, Those things you. are not easy. Yeah, yeah so. appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Yep, right on, man. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Um, another episode of Eastman's Elevated in the books. Uh, really fun one with my buddy Dan. Um, really want to try out this this storytelling, you know, and mix these episodes in, you know, as I have success and ab- as my buddies have success. So um, I want to thank Dan again for being on and sharing his story. Um, you know, and it's just, um, it, it's fun to be able to sit down with friends and share this and and it's fun to to see your friends and see your buddies be successful. I mean, I've always said that. I just want to make people around me better, and I want to help out friends. And so this was a good chance to to help out Dan. And I've got another buddy coming in this week, coming in. Uh, he's going to stay Thursday through Wednesday, stay at the house here. Um, I mean, I've got to work during the day, but um, I'll go out with him in the evenings and, and set him up during the days and then during the weekend. So looking forward to that. But it's just all about making those buddies and those friends and around you better hunters and sharing information and helping them out and, and trusting them too. And I, I just know that it'll come back to me twofold, you know, where I help a buddy out and Dan has helped me so much over the years. I can't tell you, I mean, my biggest buck in Utah, he was on the ridge giving me hand signals and helped me pack it out of that hole I killed it in. And, and, uh, you know, all these tough hunts me and Dan have been on. I can't tell you how many times he's helped me pack animals out or helped me be successful. So, um, yeah, I like to help him out wherever I can and I want to see him have success and next level success. And, and that extends to, to this podcast family. I want to see all you guys be successful. I mean, that's why, why I share absolutely everything that, you know, all the knowledge that I gain and experience I gain, I share with you guys. And I, you know, when I'm listening to somebody speak about hunting, I try to find those points to jump in and find, you know, why they were successful or to, um, expand on, on what they were saying to get a better grasp of it. So, um, it extends to you guys. And I've already got a couple messages this season from guys that have been successful on bears that listen to the podcast. And man, I mean, there's just no better feeling on earth than, than having you guys be successful and then share it with me. I just got one last night of a jet black bear from a, a guy in Anaconda, Montana that was successful and, and and thanked me for the podcast and man that is just so cool I mean that's what we want uh, you know I, I want you guys to be successful and to find success and and find good hunting um, another guy hit me up the other day and said that he he was not going to quit bow hunting he was going to keep after it because of the podcast and, and and you know archery hunting is just so difficult that I mean I can see where guys get frustrated and and I can see where guys give in I'm a public land with with archery tackle but he he said he was reinvigorated listening to the podcast and was gonna get out there more and dedicate himself to the bow to his bow and get a harvest and and I just have no doubt in my mind that he will so just super cool sharing the story with you guys and and sharing information with you guys and and uh like I say it makes me feel really good when you guys reach out and say hey I was successful thanks for the podcast so that was really cool um but but yeah thanks to Dan man psyched for him um good color face bear I keep calling it a chocolate I don't even think that thing's a chocolate I think it's a cinnamon I don't know why I'm so stuck on chocolate maybe because when he came home that night he told me he stuck a a light chocolate or whatever and and in different light uh, you know they look different but that is definitely a cinnamon bear so really nice cinnamon boar congrats to Dan 
Um, the sponsor for today's podcast is Zamberlin Boots. Again, guys, just super psyched with their boots that they're coming out with. Uh, they couldn't have designed a better pair for me, and and they've got a bunch of different models out there for your preferences. So make sure to check out Zamberlin Boots, and thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Um, Again, over at Eastman's, check out that e-news and subscribe to that. Just really good Western information, guys. I mean, I subscribe to it. It comes to my emails, you know, and I open it up every time I get it and find something I can read in there. So uh, make sure to subscribe to that. Um, with that, boy, I'm just going to I'm gonna get this recording out. Got Dan's bear out. Got it all checked in. Had some gnarly weather come in this weekend. And one day you couldn't even see for the entire day. It was raining and snowing so hard. But the the weather's cleared off. I got this afternoon. I've got a really good spot that I'm going to go to. I'm just going to keep after it here. Um, I just want to want to get my chance to. I want to get this um, high-intensity, thrilling encounter with a black bear. So I can't wait. Buddy coming in Thursday, going to hunt with him. But uh, next night or two, I'm going to get out and, and uh, see if I can't sneak an arrow into one. Um, spots are just heating up. Grass looks so good. So, so I'm... I'm just psyched. I'm going to get out tonight and go do a, a really good walk around. And I, I got a spot that I, I think, I think I'm going to at least see one tonight or, or maybe more than one, hopefully get a stock. I know there's some good boars out there. So, so I'm just pumped. I'm going to get out hunting tonight, uh, buddy rolling in here soon and, uh, just keep after it and just keep enjoying this, this Western lifestyle and living out West here. I'm just so fortunate for where I'm able to live and, and work and, and then be able to, to get this podcast off the ground and, and writing and, and everything I'm able to do in the hunting industry. So, um, just absolutely blessed. Uh, so, so I hope you guys are out and enjoying the outside, getting out and doing some hunting, some fishing, some hiking, something outdoors and, and working hard towards your goals. You know, season's coming. Can't wait for fall. Um, so just keep working hard towards your goals and I'll check in with you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, thanks. Thanks as always guys for all the support with the, with the podcast. You guys are great. Uh, you, you just, um, you make me want to be better at this podcast and, and be better at this format and, and, and interviewing guests or uh, having a good conversation with guests and, and pointing out the right stuff. So can't thank you guys enough for the support. Um, keep after it and we'll talk to you next week.